Subscribe to Video Palace on Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. All episodes of Season 1 of Video Palace are now available exclusively to Shudder members. Download the app or visit Shudder.com and keep listening. Who decides to live all the way out here? People who hate traffic and buildings and other people. Mm, and progress. Yeah. Also indoor plumbing. No, they have that. They have to have that. Yeah, you hope. I do hope. I need that. I'm gonna need that. Can you imagine Thurman Mueller driving out here two, three times a month just to rent some movies? Why would anyone open a video store way the fuck out here? I have no idea. There were a lot of questions we didn't have any answers to. So far, we knew that the mysterious white tapes that VHS collectors had whispered about in quiet awe were in fact real. I had two of them, and they were some freaky shit. After watching one, I began talking in my sleep. Two times since then, they made me physically ill. And people who came into their orbit were not exactly normal, like Thurman Mueller. He was obsessed with the Video Palace, a specialty shop in Conway, Vermont, that seems to be the epicenter of these white tapes. Thurman left for the Video Palace 20 years ago and vanished. But what about the Video Palace itself? What happened to it? Since it was open before the internet really took off, this is turning out to be a difficult question to answer. Video Palace never had a website. It doesn't show up on Google Maps. It was long gone before Yelp or TripAdvisor. Oh, so you're saying that some place actually relied on word of mouth for business? That's... Yeah, I know, wild. right? Wild. Yeah, and it didn't just survive, it thrived. Uh, it started in the late 70s, and uh, from what I can deduce, it lasted until about 97. Hmm. But we don't know. No. What happened then? No, because like I'm just finding people talking about it on Reddit threads or uh, VHS collector forums. Most everybody is saying it went out of business in '97. But we don't know if it was sold or. If it... No, no, no. Like something happened. No one seems to know what exactly though. So is there anything about who owned it or, or what's there now? No, like nothing. But I guess we're gonna go find out. Yes, sir. That is why we are making the long drive to Conway. Seriously, it's the only reason. Take a long drive to the place that inspired the wrong turn movies and you haven't even made it halfway to Conway. But we're getting closer. And when we get there, we'll get some answers. Or die trying. That was overly dramatic, but you get the idea. I'm Mark Cambria, and this is the story of a strange videotape and a real mystery waiting to be solved. Welcome to Video Palace. It speaks to the fragility of good and evil, right? Video Palace wasn't just the place to get those tapes. I'm pretty sure that's where those tapes were made. Until we opened the eight doors to the stack. Is it recording? Yeah, we get Okay. Okay, so we are standing quite possibly where this all began. What are you doing? I'm, I'm narrating. Aren't you going to just record some voiceover later? 
Yeah, but we can't just, we gotta do something. We can't just stand here. <laughs> Tamara and I hadn't wasted any time. As soon as we got to Conway, we went straight to the place where the video palace used to be located. Back in the 90s, there was an industrial strip of warehouses and drab office space that didn't get a lot of foot traffic. It was still that for the most part. A liquor store had opened up on one side of the lot, as well as a small shack serving Mexican food. But in between these two bustling bastions of capitalism was a stretch of hot concrete that used to be the video palace. It wasn't just closed. It was gone. Are you sure this is it? Yeah, this is the address. I guess they just tore it down and, like, poured concrete over its old spot. There's room for another building here. There should be something here. Yeah, maybe there's no need for another tractor store or whatever the hell kind of business flocks to Conway. Uh-huh. Then where we're standing is all that's left of the video palace. You're disappointed? No. I mean, yeah, yes, I am. I was hoping for something more, but, you know, what are you going to do? Oh, like a creepy abandoned warehouse filled with white tapes and the ghost of Thurman Mueller going, I would have gotten away with it, too, mm -hmm. if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Yeah, that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Or, oh, wait, or we found out that there's an Indian burial ground <laughs> under here. We get in the mayor's face and we scream, you moved the headstones, but you didn't <laughs> move the bodies. Why, you son of a bitch? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Oh, wait, or no, I got mm. another one. Tamara. I got another one. Tamara, I'm not feeling good. There is a spaceship under here with an oh. alien inside who doesn't just want to look like us. Tamara. He wants to be us. Oh. Mark, are you okay? Oh. Mark! <coughs> oh my god. There I was, at the former site of one of the most legendary video stores ever, and I puked on it. I felt sick watching the white tape at the Mueller's house, and at Randy's piano shop, and now here at the site where it all began. But this time, something different happened. I'm sure you heard it toward the end. The audio sort of glitches. That distortion is on the actual digital file. Since then, I had my friend Nick do a thorough diagnostic on my recorder. The firmware's been updated, and there's nothing wrong with it, and yet... Standing on the former site of the video palace, the audio glitched out at the exact moment when I got sick. Something's causing this. But what? Tamara and I got in the car and took off. We ended up at a convenience store on the edge of downtown Conway where I drank a ginger ale and I started to feel better. Tamara asked if I wanted to go back home, but I said no. We'd made the drive. We should keep going. Next, we planned on talking to some townspeople about the video palace. So, I popped a mint to cover up my barf mouth, and I set out to meet the locals. Okay, I'm Claire Phillips. I've been living in Conway for about 30 years. I moved here shortly um, after I married my husband. Church, a big deal in the community here? Oh, yeah, it's huge. I mean... Uh, my name's uh, Frank Bascom, and I'm uh, an attorney here in Conway. Grew up and lived here for years. What do you love about Conway? It's not quite a city, but it's bigger than a town. Well, uh, my name is Margaret MacGyver. I am an elementary school teacher. I moved to Conway um, in the early 1990s. It was just after college. Do you remember a place called the Video Palace by any chance? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, that was that video place. It was in kind of a very seedy part of town. It seemed to bring in a lot of questionable people. I never went there myself, and I don't know if any of my friends did. I don't think that they would tell me. So did you ever go to the Video Palace when it was open? Oh, yeah. It was so great. It had really awesome, obscure foreign films. I'm all, I'm just totally into that. Did you ever go inside? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I went inside. Uh, they had shelves going up. It looked 20, 30 feet up in the air, stocked with video. Yeah. I got a very uncomfortable feeling in there. It was, it was something about it. It, it, it was a, a, a distinct odor once you walked in. It was a, mm, not, a, not, a, not a good smell. Did you know who owned it? Oh, yeah, it was this couple, um, Ira and Charlene Klim. I didn't know them personally. They went to another uh, church across town, but before the palace, they owned like all kinds of different storefronts and things down on Main Street. In the 70s, sometime in the 70s, they sold like all of their properties at once, and they took all that money and put it into that video palace. I understand some people would drive from all over oh, the yeah, country. Oh, yeah, totally. Far and great distances. That's what people would come in and be like, where are you, where are you from? Yeah. And they're like, I'm, you know, Florida. Like, what? People coming up from New York, Philadelphia, you know, and there were rumors that uh, there was some illegal and nefarious stuff going on there. At the palace? Oh, yeah. The, the reputable people in town uh, really avoided it. I also heard about this um, this one back room. I guess they had like all kinds of other tapes, but I never I never saw it. Other tapes? That's what I heard. Oh yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I never went into it. About 20 years ago, they left and the palace burned down. I personally, I think they probably did it for the insurance money. Do you have any idea why it closed? Uh, well, it was a fire. Uh, some people say that it was. Uh, started intentionally, but it burned down in the uh, late 90s. There was no one ever arrested or? Not to my knowledge. Uh, the Clems just disappeared. They ended up uh, really kind of going crazy, and they were put in a mental institution, like one county away, the Wiseman House. Oh, okay. I think it was a matter of weeks after that, they both died. Things settled back down. We're a nice, homey little community again. Do you know if there are any other uh, Video Palace fans still in town? Like maybe some people who worked there? or Actually, yeah. There was this one gal, Amber Hutchins. And yeah, she's uh, she's still around. Yeah, and she, she worked at the Video Palace? Yeah, she was one of the clerks. Amber Hutchins, you said. I think she's actually in like a trailer park. She's not doing well. Oh. <laughs> it's a little... Mm. Close to here? Yeah, pretty close, yeah. Thank you so much. This has been really helpful. Of course. Margaret didn't have Amber's number, but it turns out that phone books are still a thing in small towns. So we found a payphone in the back of the local diner and looked her up. Harrington. Uh-huh. Henderson. Uh, Hutchin- Amber Hutchins. Here. Oh, okay. Hey, it's Amber. Leave a message. Amber, hi. My name is Mark Cambria. Um... Look, I would love to ask you a few questions about working at the, uh, the Video Palace, but I'm, I'm actually in Conway for the day, so if you give me a call back, I'd really We were due for that. a break, so Tamara and I got a booth and ordered some lunch. 
Small towns may lack many of life's necessities, but they still can serve up a good cheeseburger and fries for six bucks. Tamara and I discussed how to spend the rest of our day. We considered checking out the mental institution where the Klims went, but that was about 30 minutes out of town in the wrong direction. Now, I was really hoping that Amber would call back, but I didn't know how much time to give her. We didn't bring a change of clothes, and we were trying to avoid spending money on a hotel. Right around the time our waitress dropped off the check, a group of loud teenagers piled into the booth next to us. They ordered fries and sodas, and we eavesdropped on their conversations for a little while. Finally, I asked if we could ask them some questions, and luckily they said yes. So you guys are good if we record this? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, Thank you so much. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so what's it like growing up in Conway? <laughs> oh my Boring. Gosh. Boring, for sure. I don't know why people live here. There's like nothing There's do. nothing to do here. I know before we were born, there was a big manufacturing and all this stuff. Plants. Plants. Yeah, that yeah. sounds really fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys remember a place called the Video Palace? Oh, well, yeah. we know about it, but it closed down before we were born. Yeah, yeah. but it yeah. was like, uh, it attracted all these weirdos from out of town because they had all these strange videos and like, strange videos like porn. porn. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you guys know what happened to it? Oh, yeah, um, a truck ran into it and it blew up. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I heard that it was actually a case of arson. Like somebody actually purposefully tried to. I've, I've been told it was a truck ran into it and it blew up. Okay, well... My dad is part of the fire department here in Conway and was working on it at the time. So that's just his. Wow. I'm telling you. Well, my dad told me the eyeless man shut it down. <laughs> Wait, no, no, what? Uh, the eyeless man, have you not heard of him yet? He's, no. He's the town boogeyman. Oh, it's not a boogeyman. <laughs> Tell me more about this. What is the eyeless man? What's the. Horrible. Heavy metal band. They're actually terrible. They yeah. really are. So bad. And they're just, the, and they named themselves the Eyeless Man. Kind of, that's not that a bad name. name. Well, I'll tell you since I saw him, and none okay. of these people believe me, but I did. You saw him? Yes, I saw him when I was 12. Shut up. I'm for real. <laughs> okay, I was 12 years old, and I was leaving a friend's house. And it was, it was late at night, right? And so I was walking home, and I look across, like across the street from me, and there's this like super tall, like kind of looked like a beanpole guy um, in like this like weird clothing. Like I couldn't really see him. It was kind of like a creepy, dark figure kind of thing. And he's super tall. I'm talking like six foot seven, okay? So I obviously am scared when I see him, so I start running, and I look over, and he's copying me. He's mirroring me. So he's running at the same time as me. Okay, then I stop, he stops. I lift up my hands, he lift up his hands. And then all of a sudden, randomly, he like bent his knees mid-stride and then I just tripped out of nowhere and I fell. Then I looked up and I saw his face. I saw it with my own two eyes and his face, he had no eyes. <laughs> no eyes. Why would I make up seeing a creepy, any scary man. When you were young, maybe you saw a shadow oh, or a, a person. a skinny tree with a branch. Yeah. All right, well, <laughs> fuck you guys. I don't care what they think. I saw him. I remember it like it happened yesterday, and I know it's real, so. I believe you. Thank you. We thanked the kids for their help and paid for the fries and soda. Tamara and I started back to our car. I was energized. I had never heard of anything like the eyeless man before. 
Tamara said it was just a local legend like the Slender Man or the Jersey Devil, but I still found it fascinating. I just, I wasn't sure how it connected to the video palace, if at all. But on the way back to the car, I got something even better than a local boogeyman story. I got a voicemail from Amber Hutchins. Hey, this is Amber. Uh, I'm calling you back. Uh, I can talk to you about the video palace, but today's not good. Um, you can come by tomorrow. Oh, and if you want to bring some beer, that'd be good. Anyway, uh, I'm at the village park. Come on by. This is what we've been waiting for. A chance to talk to someone who actually worked at the video palace. So we went to the local drugstore, we picked up some toothbrushes and other necessities, got a case of beer, can't get over how cheap it is here, and we found a motel just outside of Conway. Drank a couple beers by the pool, which hadn't been cleaned in, well, I would maybe ever. <laughs> we were both in a good mood. Trip had given us some interesting information, and, uh, well... We were, we were actually having fun. We were like a team. Not exactly driving around in a van solving mysteries, but still, it was, it was cool. Then that night, I turned on the snore tracking app on my phone. It's more out of habit than anything else. And this is what it recorded. Laying there in the middle of the night, it was easy to think that Tamara was overreacting, but listening to the recording afterwards helped me understand why she was so upset, why she'd want to give up and go home. But it didn't have the same effect on me. It just reminded me that this was not something I could run from. I'd seen the white tape. I was already affected by whatever mystery was at the center of the video palace. And if my sleep talking was just getting worse, then that just means we're getting closer to the truth. It feels like we've fallen into a pit where the darkness just keeps twisting down further and further. But if we keep going, we'll come out the other side. And we will see the light. And then everything will be okay. I believe this with all my heart. I really do.
Video Palace is a Shudder original podcast. Please, be kind, rewind. Episodes of Season 1 of Video Palace are now available exclusively to Shudder members. Download the app or visit Shudder.com and keep listening. Love Video Palace? Share it with a friend on Apple Podcasts.